the the group came through. <laughs> yeah, dude, the group came through on this one. Hey there, boys and girls. Welcome to this week's episode of Hollow Weekly with our next episode of How Low Can We Go at 57? 57% on Metacritic. Metacritic. Great. We, yes. We're not going with Rotten Tomatoes. This is a different aggregator choice. We wanted to we wanted to add some spice to it to be able to... Right. Well, here, behind the scenes of How Low Can We Go... We Which, just... if you don't know How Low Can We Go is, it's where we start at 59% and work our way all the way down 1% at a time. To see well how far can we go and last time we made it to looking for good movies or at least good things in maybe questionable movies all the way down we're trying to find good stuff yeah trying to find the good stuff Prove because the... the ratings are usually wrong and a lot of the movies deserve to be better although it gets harder to find the deserving ones as you, as you go yeah that's, that is the challenge <laughs> but we found a deserving one so this okay so 57 percent. Yes. we actually we actually did 57 percent or points whatever on metacritic yes which kind of is like the, you know how like we use Yelp here, but like when we went to like London and Tokyo, they used what was it like? Right. Oh, what's it called? The right, name? it's not theirs. Yeah, right. it's it's whatever. I'll find it while you're talking. Whatever right. the, the the other like their like royale cheese for, the, for the world. <laughs> right. Uh, TripAdvisor. That's what it was. Right. Yeah. To me, TripAdvisor or Metacritic is the TripAdvisor of Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> right, totally. Right. But here's the, the more interesting thing is, so the movie we're doing is Chud. And the the weird thing is, if you look this up, it's 57% on Metacritic, but it's what on Rotten Tomatoes? It's not. It's 20s, right? Uh, 32. 32. So there's a pretty wide divergence. I don't think that I thought that through when I was like, let's use a bunch of aggregate, aggregator sites for this because... I assume they would sort of line up. I figured they'd be a few percentage points off, but that's a pretty big, like thirty percent to, but to it brings 50s, up high fifties is a. Is but it brings up an interesting mm-hmm. dilemma, or not dilemma, but just uh, I don't know set of data mm-hmm. that is interesting to look at. Mm-hmm. Because what if when we get to like the thirties, like you know that Rotten Tomatoes pulls up his 30s. Mm-hmm. What if all those are like highly rated on Metacritic and like they know something we don't? <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Well, it's also interesting in that Chud from its reputation. So we both went into this not having seen Chud, not knowing. What, I mean, what, I, what was the reputa- reputation for you? My my feeling was that it was a basically a mystery science theater movie and I couldn't figure out or I couldn't tell you why it wasn't an actual mystery science theater movie, right? Like yeah. it, that it acts like one and moved like one or whatever, but didn't, I knew mystery science theater wasn't for some reason it didn't, I, maybe it was too depressing. Maybe it was too, didn't date well and controversial things happening. I had no idea. I don't know what kept it apart from, right. From like the Ed Wood category of, yeah. Things. Cause that's, that's the, cause you asked right. before we started the movie, like, do I think it's going to be like, so like production so terrible that it's great right and i thought it was gonna go that route. like i thought this was right. just gonna be a like a goddamn nightmare <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean like you know just just like a shitty right well because because the thing is it is low rated way lower down the scale yeah, on rotten tomatoes. tomatoes so we we're like oh we jumped the gun and hit one of these early by reputation you would think right my hope was 
that it was going to be something that was really fun and really distinctive, right? So, like, there are movies that are just, they're a distinctive thing. Like, Tom Hanks's, I think, first movie ever, Mazes and Monsters, was, like, this weirdo Dungeons & Dragons cautionary tale movie. And it's pretty terribly done and pretty terribly made, and I'm sure it didn't date well at all. But there's nothing else like it, (laughs) Right. right? So I was hoping... The best I could hope for is there's nothing else like this. But this is way better. This is a, this is a than, good movie. This is way better than just that. Surprise. <laughs> spoiler for us. This, <laughs> this is a fantastic movie. I, I think this might be out of... Because even out of like all of the last time we did How Low Can We Go... Yep. This might be the biggest like uppercut. <laughs> it's like this is like this is like a really good episode of BattleBots. Right. Like when all the fights are knockouts. You know what I mean? Like right. like those right. rare episodes where the right. fights are so good. Right. Like that feeling you get is what I just got from Chud. Right. Yeah. It, so in the the amazing thing to me was we kept looking at each other and because not only is Chud a really good movie overall. I mean, there's obviously issues and whatever, but. It's way better than the reputation that led us to believe. But there are different kinds of movies inside Chud that don't belong there and are kind of awesome too, right? <laughs> like, why are they there? Literally, we just finished watching it, and I had turned to Nick at the end, and I was like, spoiler, the last shot of this movie is the last shot of Dunkirk. <laughs> and it's equally... Wait, no, no, listen, I, I'm going to try to make this argument. It's, it's, it's aesthetically good. Is as aesthetically pleasing as the last shot of Dunkirk. It's obviously not as profound necessarily, <laughs> yeah. but obviously. Uh, yeah, you're but, right. Cause Dunkirk was missing Daniel Stern. <laughs> right. Right. right, Dunkirk. But it's just a gorgeously framed and done shot. And and there's different levels of the fire and the shadows. And I feel like I'm like, why? I'm watching Chud, right? Like, why? Why is this happening? Yeah. Why is this so? fun to to look at or so interesting or why are weirdo things happening that I didn't expect. Like all of a sudden when they would shoot a movie, it was like we were jumping from, it was like an episode of Mad About You and then it was an episode of NYPD Blue. I'm like, what are all these things doing in this movie? Because I expected a really simple like Troll 2 kind of experience. I remember when uh, Us came out, everyone talked about how like there's a chud vhs like on someone's shelf and he talked about how it was like a big influence well and it's the first thing in us like it's the first easter egg it's pride of place oh it's the the first shout out well but i always wondered i was like because he's a great director i was like i wonder like what it is about this like shitty 80s like horror movie (laughs) right like what did he get from it <laughs> like because he just like he, he like won an oscar and right shit. right like, like chud and there's always a couple possibilities here one is that it's a nostalgia thing and that it could just be any movie it just happened to be one that hit him you know in the right mood yeah. right the other is that there's something in it that he, that speaks to him right so like right but it turns out this is pretty fantastic right so the the we're going to deal with the monsters in a bit, right? Yeah. But you, 10 years ago, I could have gotten like a really good medium sized, like middle, little Miss Sunshine sized project funded on the cast of this movie. If I told you I had, here's what I have for our project. I got John Hurd and John Goodman, all the people who are in this movie, Daniel Stern. It's such a weirdly loaded cast for a very cheap, you know, cult film. That right off the bat, that was kind of amazing. Yeah, you, yeah. There's a lot, there's a lot of faces. Those? There's a lot of faces like 
where it's those actors where you don't know the name. Like the other actor, <laughs> who I don't I don't know this guy's name, but I, I he has one of those faces that's so memorable. Well, as soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, that's Clark Griswold's coworker in Christmas Vacation because he has <laughs> you just see that face and you're like, I know, right? like I know that guy. This is a movie of character actors. Like there's a bunch yeah, yeah, of yeah, yeah. characters, yeah. and they're all really good. Like the acting in this movie, like except there's there's one scene, one that, notable exception <laughs> that is terrible dog shit, <laughs> which is so weird that there's only one. Yeah, right. Be, Going into chat, you're expecting a lot of of these to be able to talk. about. I kind of expected the first scene to have shitty dialogue because it's 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 <laughs> the dad from Home Alone. Yeah, right. That's how I yep. remember him. Yeah. Uh, he's like he's like a kind of a cocky, edgy photographer mm-hmm. with a model wife, and <laughs> when you or model a girlfriend, and I mean this movie opens like Candyman, like, yeah, but like the remake, but like Candyman. but like with the name Chud, right? And it's sort of what I thought of it. Sure, was the shitty horror movie reputation. I expected really bad, like the room level dialogue, right? And it never worked. Except for that one scene, like all the dialogue was like really good. The characters' chemistry was really good. Yep. Like everyone felt like really believable yep. in this in this like low budget like kind right. of awful movie, right? And, right, for sure. And the atmosphere of this movie is crazy. At one point your internet went down while we were watching it and we were like, it went, yeah, right when they were doing the, um, the Geiger counter and yeah. stuff. And we were like, maybe the internet couldn't process the colors. It was being asked to translate because it's true early eighties vision. The colors are really bizarre. Yeah. Like we were watching it on like, we were streaming. It. It's it's right now uh, as we're recording this, it's it's on Prime for free, right? So like, <laughs> no reason not to watch. Like this is right. this is great, right? But like, uh, it, I mean, it, it looked like we were watching it off like a VHS like <laughs> tape. That's some of the parts. Like it was just like so, so grainy, amazing. You know what I mean? But like, yep. it kind of like I don't know. It added to the movie <laughs> a little. What do you think of? Well, Chud, by the way, turns out to have a double meaning, almost like that's like a Hitchcock move. What's that doing here? (laughs) I think that's my general review of this movie is is on the surface. It's kind of what you expect a movie like Chud to be. But if you scratch a little or dig a little into it, you're like, wait, what's that doing here? Why is Chud like a double meaning? Why is there an elaborate X-Files conspiracy Chud. side plot that maybe is not even a side plot? Maybe it's the main plot. Chud is like a $1 scratch off where you win $10. <laughs> like, like I didn't perfect. pay a lot for it, but I'm getting a lot <laughs> totally. from it. Right. But there are so many things that are either way better than they need to be for a movie like Chud or but way more also, interesting than they need so to It's also so deceiving because like the first minute, Mm-hmm. Like when the who you, spoiler you find out the uh, the captain's wife again <laughs> like that right. whole scene and the credits are pretty bad like right like it's really cheesy right and so your first couple minutes of the movie is right. like oh it's it's it's, it's already hitting the expectations you had we're the here for plan nine yep. yeah you're here for this like really shitty movie and yep. then it pull and then you scratch it off you get your ten dollars and you're like oh wait i'm getting <laughs> right. i'm getting i'm getting oh sorry uh uh dunkirk i'm gonna get a little bit i'm gonna get a little bit of seven right <laughs> seven vibe for a minute that was crazy uh and then i'll give you how about this the this chud has never been ever been compared to this movie in the history of reviews i guarantee you there's a moment where one of the first reveals of chud 
there, there's a shot over a manhole cover, and it's a beautiful downhole shot of just the iron grating and the road, whatever. Totally third man. <laughs> like Orson <laughs> Welles could have just like popped out of the corner, and it's Chud, right? What's we're, going on? We're getting Orson Welles. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Um I'm trying to think of what other movies. There was a few things where we kind of looked at each other and we were like, wait a minute. There was there was even mm-hmm. like some Hitchcock like camera moves like from the apartment and the camera goes down and goes to the street, then it cuts to the street. Yeah, it loops through the window and then POV down like you threw yourself out the window, then smooths out and down the alley. It's like This what, movie is a lot of happening? like bait and switching. Because like yep. it also one of the things we were talking about when we were watching was how the movie goes from like really dirty, like <laughs> one, the underground is always like kind of you know filthy, but Natural. even even the police department, like it looked like it had you know grime <laughs> on the walls, yep. like people are in there twenty four seven, like yep. it looked dirty, but then you cut to like the fashion shoot, and things just look a lot cleaner, right? And it's just it's just constantly like changing like the whole visual, right? For you. But there's like a dichotomy, which you don't expect to use the word dichotomy, <laughs> talking about, but. All right, enough of let's just take for Chud for what it is because now we've established the Chud's surprising and it's better than it should be for Chud. But there's also some like the music was really standout in moments. Sometimes it was subtle, which is weird. I didn't yeah. expect that, but there were just a few sounds, low notes. You know, it was kind of timed perfectly. Um, the monsters were better than I expected them. They to started be. bad. They started terrible, but then they got better. It's yep. constantly changing, man. The whole <laughs> everything about the movie. right. Well, that's the thing is is there, so for some reason, whether maybe it's just luck, maybe it was incompetence of how they were shooting it, and it was just fuzzy or the wrong angle or you know whatever. There was maybe, a shot where the dude was totally out of focus. I am almost one hundred percent. Oh, for sure, right? And I think some of that's happened, but it, I gotta say, some of it looked like the way like David Lynch would shoot it. <laughs> Right. Yeah. And either that's accidental or the, on purpose. I don't know. What, but it's kind of the same effect that Carnival Souls would give you. Right. If you if you shoot something, even if the monster looks bad or the scenario behind it isn't that appealing, it's just garbage or sewer or wherever we are for all this. If you have the camera tilted at the right angle and you get the right shine and you get the right vibe, like you, it can be kind of attractive right movies do that all the time this movie somehow does that which also unexpected i will say my favorite thing and i think one of the people on the hollow weekly page commented that mm-hmm. um daniel stern and yeah i keep calling John him John yeah the dad from home alone and daniel stern who was uh mm-hmm. harry marv Harry, definitely Harry. <laughs> I don't, I don't, never remember. Uh, from Home Alone or this movie, it's just weird to see because, like, I grew up with Home Alone, and I've never had seen. I've seen like maybe a movie with Daniel Stern, you know, sure, and definitely not with the other guy. And it was, it was just really weird to like see them like buddy buddy going up against these <laughs> these like experiment people in the, in the underground, right? And and they at the end when they kind of get together, it's almost like the movie knew beforehand because they're the last pairing yeah it's like they saved those two for the it's and daniel stern was actually pretty credible at this role which was an x-files type of role like that that the investigative i i love the 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 there's back then there was power to this right now it's ludicrous but Every time anyone was about to get in trouble, they'd be like, I'll go to the papers. <laughs> don't, don't, don't mess with me or I'll go to the papers. I'm going to go to the newspapers and tell them my story. Like, and then the, the people who are in the conspiracy, like the Illuminati of the situation, the police or the captain or the FBI or whatever, they'd be like, 
wait, wait, let's talk about this over here. And be like, oh, okay. And then you follow him. Like, he's going to shoot you in the head in the alley. <laughs> like, you're the only person who knows the secret. You're the only person who has the evidence on your person. And the guy you're trying to stop is like, let's go talk he's about it. He's got like a pistol in his body. He's like, you stupid idiot. Let's go talk about it back here. But they just do it, right? Because it wasn't like that then. <laughs> now, because then the papers, I'll go to the papers threat was so terrifying to the bad guys that they were like immediately went to negotiate mode <laughs> like no no don't go to the papers all right i'll tell you what's going on it's Chuds. <laughs> <laughs> the government just like crumbled as soon as he was like i'll go to the newspapers it was uh, a yeah, kind of amazing anachronism that doesn't happen anymore yeah, no, that was. You're not like I'll go to Gawker. <laughs> <That's not like laughs> okay, so I I, yes. wrote, I wrote one of the things that I wrote. Uh, <laughs> I wrote in all caps. John Goodman. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Oh my god, we um, buried the lead. John Goodman. Okay, so I know a lot of a lot of horror fans don't like remakes. Whatever. I think they're. I think they can be great. Sure. So very, not or not so very often. Uh, there's a horror remake that that gives new life to a movie that maybe wasn't that great. So the first thing that comes to my mind is The Blob. Mm-hmm. The Blob was in the 50s and the 80s. They did a remake mm-hmm. and it like gave it a whole new... The Fly. The Fly was another one. Totally uh, pumped new blood. The Thing was another one. Of course. Uh, being that this movie... I know I know we're using 57 as the, the sure. yep. Metacritic thing, yep. but I, I do want to ping back to the Rock yeah. 32. Do you think in a world that you could do Chud... And have it be that low because there's so many things in Chud that I think would make for right. that would hit the, the 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 spots that make like the Blob remake sure. thing. There's a lot of things in there. Like when we yeah. watched the thing from another planet, where the fuck the original is called, uh, when we went to go see it at that one theater with Garen, yep. I could see where there was a lot of things where John Carpenter could take that and elevate it to- and totally. make it a masterpiece. Do you think there's life in Chud? Of, of, I do. It's weird because it reminded me somehow of Spider Baby, right? So everything in Spider Baby is visually kind of a hot mess. Shouldn't mm-hmm. be working at all. The, the performances shouldn't be working. Is that the launch? Lun- the it, it, yep, the last yep, one you were talking it, about? Yep. Okay. Yeah, it's... it's cult classic right Sid Haig as well so like it's but it everything is nothing should be working but it all kind of magically works together right and that's what Chud has this bizarre unstoppable charisma to it Mm -hmm. that it wants to be its own thing yeah I absolutely think there's life you could do more serious spinoffs of Chud you could do (laughs) right like of course I mean there's no you could do all kinds of stuff I bet you you know how like there's a black and white version of the mist yeah a really polished like <laughs> like a really polished epic black and white chud would be probably interesting like what i'm saying is yeah you could like, you could really you could really polish this that's right you know I, reviewed I'm, what i would say is like reviewed as a turd which don't, i don't think it is but like right. you could really i think really polish it up and have like i even thought of like the remake of like uh let the right one in i was like why am i thinking of that why am i thinking of this movie <laughs> which is right. like a perfect movie right. while watching chud right it's it's amazing now obviously we fell in love with it we were, we were our expectations were blown away which is part of the fun of the series the, it, it, there are things in the movie. This isn't the Lawrence Arabia of Horror. There are things that yeah. w- what was what was the so I just want to focus for a second on the amazingly bad acting of that one scene. Because that was just when Bosch after when Bosch, Bosch <laughs> after Bosch. First of all, Bosch's whole character arc. Bosch is like the <laughs> most 
most like like I don't know straight man you know every man character and then all of a sudden he has to go dark and he's trying to do hamlet or yeah, something like bosch's whole character emotion is he always misses the bus like whatever that feeling is is bosch's motivation for like totally. for like 80 percent of the movie totally. there's a there's a famous quote someone take down a jimmy stewart the the legendary actor I think it might be Lauren Bacall with someone who's like, Jimmy Stewart's uh, only got one expression on his face when he's acting. It's, where's my other shoe? <laughs> right? <laughs> That's good. <laughs> this guy just looks so clueless the whole movie. But then all of a sudden he goes really dark and he's trying to like do King Lear. He's like, oh, but I've been smited by the Lord. I'm like, why is this guy? It's like he, he, he did like the high school version of it. <laughs> it was crazy. Right. But the one, that scene, I mean, they, they really zoom in on him. It's supposed to be emotional. So they find right. his, his, it turns out the, the woman who dies in the beginning of the movie is his wife. Yes. They find her body. Yeah, you know, and all the cops show up and he sees her face and it's kind of like a cheesy dead body. <laughs> yes. And then it cuts to him in the bar and he's <laughs> he's supposed to like it's supposed to be him like completely shattered. Yeah, totally. And, and you've seen the scene a million times. It's the it's the person who's lost their their the 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 one meaningful one. It's, it's John Wick and his dog. Yeah. Right. He's lost his wife, and right. So that's the dynamic here. But this guy is not the actor. He just, for this. Man, I mean, it's like. It, but the camera pushes. His friends are like, "So, do you want us to take you home or whatever?" He's like, "Let me tell you." Well, man. no, they get annoyed. They're like, they, oh, they're, he he says they're like, "Oh, come on!" And it's like, dude, he just found his wife floating in a. <laughs> oh, that's right. They want him back to normal. Yeah, room. they're like, "Oh, come on, come on, <laughs> come on!" Is, it's just your wife. It is New York in the early eighties. Okay. And then he gets really emotional. No, yeah, that. Well, I mean, he, and it was pretty. He tragic. tries. <laughs> I mean, seriously, there's just a, go see that scene. I, we can't do justice to how hilarious that. It's sort of. Is. It felt. It felt. What's funny is so we were saying like, this has like Dunkirk in it. Yeah. It has North by Northwest. It has you know <laughs> yeah. this, that, and the other. <laughs> that scene is a little Steve Brule. Like that scene. <laughs> like this movie just has like, they cover. They cover everything from. Criteria, you know, <laughs> Turner Classic Movies, yep. Adult Swim. Like, there's just a little bit of everything. And I'm so glad you said the Criterion thing, because that reminds me. Because I had read, uh, I think it was Denna Geek. It was a website who was talking about Chud, and they said that Criterion tweeted on April Fool's Day that they were t- releasing a deluxe to, you know, Blue HD Blu-ray edition of Chud. And it was interesting that it's Chud that they picked as the representative of the the hmm. thing they would think we would be most shocked that Criterion would touch, right? And you can think of so many other movies that are so much worse than Chud. So why is Chud the one you pick right. for that? And his theory was the name, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. That the name just lends itself to be make, making fun of. And the creatures can be ridiculous looking you know in in some of the reveals of them or whatnot so between that combination that was working against the movie but his thesis was that there's a much better movie hiding in there kind of like what we were saying but 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 it's weird to me that 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 chud gets this reputation of that's the one you would think of all people criterion who are supposed to be able to dig out the nuanced Mm -hmm. stuff would know that chud's not the movie they should be doing that just be honest like they kind of have to do it <laughs> right, you know, like with Jordan, with Jordan Peele, even talking about like, well, know. true. Now you're right. Oh, that's a you know what I'm right, saying. Yeah. Like they got like that academy. There's a legitimacy. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, that's a ah, damn. That's a good point. I bet. Yeah. I, so let's do it like this, right? 
I think, to my shock and amazement, I think this movie is not that much worse than Tremors. I would have expected Tremors to be at least doubly good as Chud going into it, right? Yeah, I agree. But I don't think Chud is that far off, right? I for some reason there's a look to this movie, a feel, that vibe. I had the same reaction when we did Hell Knight for our Yeah, that's what our, I was gonna mention. Our series Knight, yeah. is, is that it was the same unexpected kind of fun, you know, much better than I expected for weird reasons, right? So this Chud is doing this for like Criterion has uh, uh, multiple reasons. That's the thing they look for. Go mm-hmm. t- pick up Chad. Where okay, so before we started recording, we were talking of comparing this to Hell Knight because Hell Knight was like one of the first like three or four that we did. So like this is in the same same position. Yeah, it's in the same it's in the same position. In the journey. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I don't know, dude. I think through talking. I know you were sort of on the fence. You didn't know if you were going to do... Oh, you're doing this now. We're already doing this? All right. Because this is... You're already doing the best ever How Low Can We Go movie? Like the highest... Okay. I mean... Because you're saying Hell Knight up to now, Hell Knight. Because I don't think Hell Knight was... For me, it was Exorcist 3. It's just... No, no. Exorcist 3 is. I'm saying... I'm saying... Um, I guess I guess this would be like in the, the different sec- tier. This would be like the second tier, okay, of a movie. Uh, yeah, okay. not not overall. Exorcist three by far. So you just mean the fun we had doing it, or the surprise that came? Yeah, like the right. level of okay. does this does this? So the match? level of surprise different differential, right? Okay. Yeah. So I expected Chud to feel like a movie that belonged at like roughly a 25% rating. Right? That, yeah, that's where I, felt, I thought. Felt, and I felt like it was going to be that, but hopefully with some flair and some fun and some weirdo, like you know, whatever. And it's more than doubly good than that, right? So, that yeah, I it's the differential is, I don't remember, I don't remember, I don't remember expecting, I expected more from Hell Knight, actually. I, so I think Chud is the most surprising. I think Chud is the most surprising, too, because... Uh, the thing that I liked in Hell Knight was it, it was pretty funny. Yep. But I think Daniel Stern, like, more than makes up for that, like, alone and Chud. Like, just one scene with Daniel Stern will cover, like, all what all of Hell Knight right. accomplished. And I forget who it was. Like, back when Alex was, like, still doing, like, writing classes and stuff like that. And, uh-huh. like, by, like, getting, like, books by authors. I think it was Aaron Sworkin or Stephen King. Or I don't remember who. But it was one of those things. And they said every scene, some it's uh, somebody should try to win something. Yeah, like oh, it should yeah, be like a battle. Yeah. It sounds like an Aaron Sorkin thing. Totally. Um, but this happens a lot. Every scene in Chud is enthralling. <laughs> like every, like I, I care about what the people are saying. I care about the people themselves. And but if you if you kind of view it through like each scene, someone's trying to win something because they are right. You know whether it's like it hey, did a really good job of that. It was almost like watching a play where they bring in. Now you're with three characters, and then there's a scene change, and now you're three characters. But it's never hard to follow because it's just small chunks of people trying to do one thing. Yeah, and and even the way like they layered like the A, B, and C story throughout the whole thing, like they just interweaved it so well. And I can't believe I'm saying this for Chad, dude. Like this is blowing. This is blowing my mind. Well, that's why. That's I mean, that's the whole point of the series is to find stuff with that. I mean. I would not have watched this movie. Without the series. I would not. I don't have like movies movie. like I. I have a fondness for the Gate, but I'm not a, like a the Gate fan, and I just expected this to be a worse version of the Gate. But it's not that at all. I would still fight for Hell Knight though. Right now, in my experience, just because Hell Knight in the middle of weird, like all the silliness and and whatever that was happening in Hell Knight, 
there's there was a, like a dark poetry like weird thing going on there that you just don't get anywhere else. It was it was like all of a sudden uh, Hitchcock's Rebecca showed up in an 80s slasher <laughs> and nothing else ever did that. Like I've never seen that before. That's a good point. Right. So, but <laughs> this one also is so surprising that I guess the only thing right now that would be holding it back for me is that I felt like hell Knight had the, has the ability. There's a little sting in its tail. Still, it's, it's still a legitimately scary movie in a couple parts in its own way. Oh yeah. That wasn't really much. Chud has got nothing. It yeah, packs no. no fright punch left. I was more scared of, Daniel Stern putting his hand over actors' mouths to get him to shut up. <laughs> I he was been. like dragging himself through the sewer, and it looked real. <laughs> and then people were screaming. He's like, "No, the Chuds will hear it." He'd put his hand over their mouth, and I'd be like, "That's worse than the Chud." Oh my god! Look, <laughs> look, look at his hand. <laughs> I'd rather be eaten alive than Daniel Stern's sewer hands on my lips. <laughs> So horrifying the scariest thing in Chud isn't I I, w- I would have threw up in his hands I just <laughs> sorry dude it's not the Chuds but Chud highly recommended uh, for, for if you're you know open to being surprised about anything else you want to hit about Chud monster design uh, I dude I mean seriously knowing the that mystery it's a- of the fact that the director didn't do anything else like what, what else the only thing I gotta say is it's on Amazon Prime, and I know Good. most of you probably have Prime. And so, and if you haven't seen it, like, just stop listening and go watch it <laughs> wow, now. You're like, Chad Evangelist, now, yeah. I think I, I think I might be. Oh, <laughs> yes. where would you? Because that's the thing. How, how, oh, where yeah. would you rate? Because I know exactly where I would rate this. So, go ahead. To me, this is a this is a eighty percent. Eighty percent. Easy take. <laughs> Easy take. I, you know, the thing is, the entire time I was watching it, as I was realizing that it was better than I expected here and better than I expected there and more interesting than I expected here, it it started, I knew the rating was rising in my head. By the time we were getting to the end of it, I was like, you know, this is going to be like mid to maybe 77%, I would say. I'm saying 83 and, and nice. not just after not just talking about it, but also realizing the fact that a lot of the things that you just automatically are assuming that are, are couldn't be good really are, you know, it's <laughs> right. I mean, you're just assuming that that couldn't be good in shot. Like there couldn't be a, 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 a relationship, a legitimate relationship between two Characters that are just trying to move a plot point forward, and no, but all of a sudden Daniel Stearns having interesting bonding moments <laughs> with the villains' representative in the tunnel, or whatever. You're like, they say something interesting, and you're like, yeah, eighty three. I forgot about that scene with Daniel Stern and the captain. Right, and the gore, by the way, is legitimate where they choose to use it. It's not. It's it's not budget. the most action filled movie. By the way, they, that kind of surprised me too. I thought for a cult movie, I expected more mayhem. There's really not, not that much. There's more action, I would say, in like a Night of the Comet than this. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. The 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 only I guess the last thing I wanted to bring up was um, one. It's kind of crazy. We were talking about how wild the NFL and NBA seasons have been so far. Mm-hmm. Same goes for how can we go? We're in the same because <laughs> because this this time around we wanted to add Metacritic, and 
the fact that we got this what what did I say it was thirty two or something like that. Yeah. The fact that we got to like do this movie that normally would have been a thirty two mark up hot so high right. and like it was even higher than that. It's right. Well, crazy. we did steal a little gold nugget from our future selves on the Rotten Tomato side of things. <laughs> right. I don't know what else is sitting at thirty two, but Chud might have been, might have been the best thing. Ch- that, Chud might be the best. <laughs> this might bite us. But what I think is <laughs> going to be right. what I think is going to be interesting is when we do pull from either Rotten Tomatoes or Metacritic seeing, or somewhere else or somewhere right. else, right. just seeing like what the difference in terms of review quality is. Well, and remember, this is not a science thing. It's, it's, it would a casual, cause as you point out a lot of times, there's a big difference between a movie's got 90 reviews and a movie's got six. Right? Well, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the stats are not reliable, needless to say, but generally speaking, all movie, fans do is go check that like we do cursory glance take in the number and move on i mean you it has a power in the world because we are we are all too lazy to actually investigate behind the scenes of what how many reviews it really has and how legitimate is that if you're using this kind of thing as a bookmark you're gonna everyone's gonna make the same mistake right there's gonna be thousands and thousands and thousands of people who overlook chud on rotten tomatoes because they're gonna be like we're both one of them (laughs) <laughs> well, I didn't use Rotten Tomatoes for that, but like that, I, I used The Gate, honestly, for that. I was like, do I want to watch The Gate again, but worse? No. <laughs> mm. Right? That's why I never watched Chud. It just turned out to be not that at all. Well, now we're going to 56. Now we're going to 56. I don't know what to expect. We got a top this Chud. Point. This also, yeah, this is a, this is, I remember you, because you, you like progress. I remember this from our doing the series the last time. <laughs> so when a movie is really, really good, you get really deflated if the next one isn't really, really <laughs> good. And if the next one's like, eh, okay, you know, it was better than whatever. Like, you're like, oh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> I mean, this series is a real emotional roller coaster <laughs> for me. <laughs> so I hope the one we pick next, probably with well, the Well, we didn't pick. We let the By group, the way, we yeah, the we pick. should mention, thank you to the, to the group, um, they the the Facebook group for Hello Weekly picked the we gave them all the options. It was really interesting what was getting voted on and how it went. I was honestly, I thought we were gonna do that Argento movie. I really what, thought we were. I, I well, the weird thing is our group seems to have a weird affinity as horror fans go because you would expect something popular or franchisey to just win, right? So if Phantasm would be an example, right? You just expect Phantasm win or Child's Play would just win, even if there were other movies that were... Sometimes uh, the Godzilla comes in and just stomps everybody. If Saw is a choice, the horror fans pick Saw and we just move on, right? So there was no like movie killer in there. There was no one that was going to take everyone's vote. Right. But it was weird to me that, that it was starting... I thought Twilight Zone the movie was gonna win. Oh, that's right. That was a by a mile. A I thought yeah. that movie was gonna like just take it, and then all of a sudden, Phenomena comes up. So our group obviously likes Argento, and you know our proportional horror fans. And then un- unbelievably, Chud goes shooting up to the top. Which you know, I we had talked about Chud as a possibility before, but if the group had voted another way, we would have done another thing. But Chud literally comes up at the end out of nowhere and wins. So. Thank you to the group. That was awesome. The only one I was sort of pulling for was Hatchet Three because I never, I've never seen any of the other right. Hatchets. So I thought it'd be really fun to just like jump to the third film of a franchise just to try to figure out what the hell's. I happening. was actually interested, and we might, we'll probably end up doing that in the series. We'll probably have to because who knows what we'll be choosing from when we get to the twenties. Yeah. But 
you know, if like I s- still always will ever know what you did last summer is the only option that we're going to be watching like stuff. But it'll be it would be fascinating to jump into the middle of a series you know nothing about, right? Because there's very few. There's some series I haven't seen. Most horror series I have, but there's some series I haven't seen. But even if I haven't seen them, you sort of get the idea. You right? You've absorbed like kind of. But I know. Horror. I know nothing. <laughs> like somehow this. Right. Has just been in my blind spot. Hatchet is just the blind spot, and it would be fun to jump into a blind spot and try to figure out where you are. Right? Yeah, and and, and not because I know Victor Crawley is like their prequel. Yep. Not even jump there. Like I want, I want, <laughs> I want to be like I just smack dab in the middle and just just like in the land of confusion, and just trying to figure out what the fuck is happening. That would be fun. Well, I'm sure we'll end up doing something like that as we. That go. would be fun. So, uh, if you're not in the group. Go check that out because then you can vote on what we do or what we watch next. And yes, if, if we, Chud's any, we need more guidance because you guys. I mean, look what the treasure they gave us here. I know this was pretty good. I'm I'm actually like, wow, we, right? That we, was, we, we, we this is not what that it was. was a big we, W from the we group. We wouldn't have picked it, right? So <laughs> big W for the group. Keep it up. So and join the group. <laughs> Add to their good taste and help us select the next one. And if you want to, and want, just so you can get the muscle memory ready, we're still okay. We're in the high fifties, but. We, we're gonna good. really need we're gonna need some wind at our back. We're gonna from, need we need good advice. We need we, you in numbers. Like we right? need we just need like the high. Let's mind. do this together, people. <laughs> yeah, we just come together. And uh, if you also if you save want to, us from what was the dreaded one last series, Dracula Two or whatever. We never made it to Dracula Two. <laughs> save us and, from having to watch Dracula Two or making a mistake or make us watch Dracula Two. What if that's like? Oh yeah, well you're right, Bodie McBoatface. If right. we watch Dracula Two and like we're moved, like we laugh, we cry. Oh my god, it'll be the chud of Dracula sequels. Well, never mind. I was going to bring up The Taste of Blood of Dracula, which is what we did a couple episodes ago. If you haven't listened to that one, check that one out. Yes. That one's great. Okay, we'll just end it there. Watch Chud. (laughs) It's really freaking good. Until next time, this guy, watch a bunch of horror movies. Later. Bye. Bye.